Welcome to the Clinical Care Options Infectious Disease Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Adams. Today's episode is titled, Is There a Role for PIs in Current Practice? Featuring Dr. Karen Ha from Cooper University Healthcare and Cooper Medical School of Rowan University in Camden, New Jersey. She'll take us through a case study of a treatment experienced patient with drug resistance and explore the latest data and recommendations on the role of PIs in current HIV practice. This episode is taken from our series on key decisions in HIV care. You can follow along with the slides, which are available in the show notes. Let's get started and listen in to Dr. Ha. Key decisions in HIV. Is there a role for PIs in current practice? My name is Karen Ha. I'm an infectious disease specialist working with HIV-positive patients at Cooper University Hospital at Camden, New Jersey. Patient is a 46-year-old woman who was diagnosed with HIV in 2006 via sexual encounter. She's heavily treatment experienced with multiple mutations, which she had accumulated over time due to intermittent adherence to ART. Her viral load has ranged from undetectable to over a million in the past two years, depending on her adherence to medications. She's currently on boosted darunavir regimen in a single tablet form. Her past medical history includes hypertension and obesity. Her labs are significant for a CD4 cell count of 123, viral load of 435, multiple mutations as listed. These mutations confer resistance to many NRTIs and NRTIs as well as NST. She is non-immune to hep- hepatitis B, negative for hep- hepatitis C, has elevated creatinine, normal liver functions, cholesterol level that is not elevated, and she has increased BMI. Hemoglobin A1c is at the upper limit of normal level. All the current recommended initial regimen for people diagnosed with HIV are ISD-based therapies. And this reflects how well tolerated they are, how quickly they bring down viral load, and how low prevalence of transmitted resistance is circulating in the community. And there are many options when it comes to single tablet regimen, and more choices exist for INSD and NNRTI-based regimens. There is just one single tablet regimen for boosted PI, and it is formulated with Durnavir, boosted with Cobicistat, and includes TAF. There are advantages to start ART very soon after diagnosis, even on the same day, which some studies have shown to reduce loss to care and improve morbidity and mortality for those with advanced HIV disease. But when it comes to rapid initiation, there are many things that need to be considered in choosing the right regimen. The regimens with high rate of transmitted resistance is not appropriate, such as those with NNRTI-based regimen. Newer two-drug regimens in single tablet would risk having only one active drug without proper baseline testing, which would increase the risk of failure and further development of resistance. This means Bictegravir, Dalutegravir, and Durnavir-based regimens with backbone of two NRTI drugs are recommended for rapid initiation. Therefore, boosted PI-based regimen is an option when limited baseline data is available or with patients whose adherence is questionable. There are still challenges to its use, which include drug interactions because of booster agent. There is GI intolerance and hyperlipidemia to consider. Cardiovascular risk is more with older PI, such as lupinavir and denavir, which are not widely used anymore. Darnavir also has small but increased risk of cardiovascular disease and risk and benefits should be weighed for individual patients. Also, the regimen often consists of multiple pills, which makes it harder for patients to stay adherent. 
Diamond trial is prospective multicenter open label study that looked at efficacy and safety of rapid initiation of durinavir-based single tablet regimen. Adults over 18-year-old who had been diagnosed with HIV who were given the first dose within 24 hours of baseline labs before the results or resistance panels were back. The primary endpoint was the virologic response at week 48. The results showed that there was no protocol-defined virologic failures and incidence of adverse side effects were low. High number of patients had achieved viral load less than 50. This shows that rapid initiation of ART using teronavir-based therapy is effective and safe. PI-based regimen has also been studied in patients with extensive treatment history and resistance. Earnest trial took place in 14 sites in Africa, and it had randomized patients with baseline mutations into three treatment groups, one with PI with NRTI backbone, one with PI plus valtegravir, and one with PI monotherapy. The results shows those taking PI-based regimen with NRTI, even if the NRTI is predicted not to have any activity due to mutations, has similar virologic response as PI plus raltegavir. PI plus INSD has been salvage therapy for those with many mutations, and raltegavir is one of the first in its class to be used. The downside of raltegavir is the BID dosing and the low barrier to resistance which makes it difficult to offer to patients with many mutations who likely have adherence problems that had led to acquiring them. Nadia's study also looked into patients with baseline resistance and divided into dolutegravir-based regimen group versus terunavir-based regimen group. Each group was further divided into two groups with different NRTI backbones. About half the patients had CD4 less than 200 and majority of patients had significant mutations. The result at week 48 showed that there was no difference between darunavir group and dolutegravir group in virologic response, both groups achieving less than 400 copies of virus. Even those patients with mutations that predicted no activity of NRTIs, more than 90% of them had viral load less than 400. This shows that NRTIs have some residual activities despite what genotypes indicate. So for patients with limited choices, either due to resistance, intolerance, or due to poor resources, PI remains an option that is effective. PIs are not without risks, one of them being the cardiovascular disease. As mentioned before, it is most associated with older PIs, but Teranavir also has small but increasing risk, and International Antiviral Society is recommending switching medications for those patients with high risk of cardiovascular events. An exception is Adazanavir. There are also potential drug interactions due to co-administration with Ritonavir or Cobicistat which inhibit CYP3A4. Many medications can have interactions, but most commonly concentrations of statin anticoagulants, antipsychotic seizure medications, and steroids can be affected. Take-home points are boosted durinavir has excellent tolerability and has shown long-term viral suppression. PI is an option for rapid initiation of ART when baseline genotype is not available due to high barrier resistance. For heavily treatment-experienced patients with intermittent adherence, regimen containing PI and NRTI backbone can be an option despite NRTI mutations. Go online for more clinical care options activities on key decisions in HIV care. Thank you to Dr. Ha, and thanks to you, the listener. To listen to more episodes in this series and to see slides and webcasts on key decisions in HIV care, see the links in the show notes. Thank you, and have a great day.